0: to encourage you, to equip you, and to empower you to fulfill God's divine destiny for your life. So today we are here with the one and only Nicole Reyes, my brand new BFF, (laughs) and I'm so glad to meet you. You are preacher, pastor extraordinaire. I really can't figure out how we haven't crossed paths.
1: I know. Before now. I know we have all the same awesome friends, yes. which makes us awesome which as well. Which makes by us default. great. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: We're cool by proxy. Exactly. So, I'm fine with that. But um, I have so enjoyed just getting to know you. We are here at the Shine conference and you ministered a couple of times this week and it was just so awesome. I love the gift of God in you because mm you're a, I can tell you're a deep thinker mm. and you're a deep prayer, but then just this communication gift that comes out of you is just so powerful. I just love the places mm. you speak from. So I want to ask you about that, yeah. but first I want to have a little fun. If yeah. That's okay.
1: Come on. more up for fun. This yes. Is great.
0: Fun is good. Okay. <laughs> so first of all, I want to ask, everybody's always sharing like tips, products they found that are great. Sure. Like this is awesome, it's worked for me. Do you have one kind of current right now that you're like, I love this?
1: Okay, well, yesterday I just bought a, like a Tarte, what is it called? Tarte is the the brand, it's like right. cosmetics, but yeah. it's like lip paint is what it's called. So it's oh. like, it's not quite gloss, it's not quite lipstick. In between. And Do you have it on right now? I have it on right it now. It looks really good. Thank you, and yeah. I really like it. So yeah. that would be what I would say. Okay. Tarte tart brand. Lip Paint paint lip paint Ooh. not to be confused with lip gloss which or, is what everybody would think right now but it's, it's kind of fun yeah. okay
0: i love that okay so tart we'll all go out and get that love it okay starbucks coffee what's
1: your go-to coffee drink right now well i love coffee so this is a wonderful question I'm so glad. um yeah, I think Coffee Friends right here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I well, at Starbucks, it's a coconut milk latte. So I've trussed that on the road, which is awesome. I trust but what that. I, yeah, right? Road. It's the trusted and proven drink. That's good. But I really love a good almond milk latte at Ooh. certain, like, local... In, in New York City and Brooklyn, there's some local places yes. I'll go to and get a really good almond milk latte. The real deal. Yeah.
0: That's really good. Love that. We'll talk about the New York City thing here in a second. Sure. Okay, so what are some books that... Maybe you're reading right now, or they're ones like, I always tell people, you gotta read this.
1: Yeah, okay. I love books. Originals by Adam Grant is one that I recently read, and it's not a Christian book. It's a research book. It's really taking a look at what are some of the traits that breed originality and innovation um, versus copycat creativity, you know? So in organizations and individuals and families and all kinds of dynamics, it's really fascinating. I love that kind of stuff. I love research. So. That book, I've read, I probably read this, like, every other year, and I recently read it again. I love this book, A Tale of Three Kings by Jean Edwards, and it just spoke to me in the season that I was in. So, I I was, like, sobbing reading it. Like, it was just perfect. Sometimes it's, like, perfect timing for a book. Yeah. You know? And then I recently read Heart Made Whole by Krista Black Gifford. Oh, yeah. I love Krista Black Gifford. I Mm -hmm. think she's a phenomenal human being, an Mm -hmm. amazing communicator in her own right, and a great writer. I'd never read anything she'd written, and that spoke to me. Yeah. Like, get ready when you read that book, Heart Made Whole, because it will force you you towards Heart Made Whole. Great. Okay. Really, really good. It comes with a warning. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one I'd say, I I just have to say, I really love reading when I can. the Jesus I Never Knew by Philip Yancey. Oh, it's such yeah. a classic, but I'll probably try to read that once a year because That's it just good. makes me fall in love with Jesus more and more every single time I read it. Yeah. So I just never saw Jesus the way that he presents Jesus in context yeah. and culture. After reading that book, it just changed It changed how I view Jesus forever. And every time I read it, I find new nuances of how amazing Jesus is. Wow. So, yeah. Really
0: good picks. Okay, we've got all those. Yeah, everybody's going to be on Amazon right after this, (laughs) buying books. So Please do. They're
1: so good. Amazon, you can
0: thank us for (laughs) the sales upticks. Well, I am just amazed at all that you have done, all that you are doing. I'm kind of my natural side of my brain is like, how does she... Keep all these balls juggling because you've really got your hands in. I'd say so the same about you though. Much no one high capacity chick right here. I'm <laughs> talking to. <I laughs> yeah, love it. but it's really phenomenal, and you know, even just I mean, all the stuff you've done. I mean, so God takes you, you kind of are raised up in the local church, and you're speaking to purpose and destiny and all this stuff. We see you on major platforms, major stages. I mean, reaching the masses from, you know, some of the biggest stuff going on in our nation right now. And there God's planted you in the middle of all of that. (laughs) So I want to ask you, first of all, what it is that God's birthed in you that you really feel like you're running with at this time. And then I want you to talk about like how do you keep a straight head in the middle of all
1: these major things going on? So one know. at a time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, now, uh, I. Oh man, I just love the exciting adventure that God has me on for this season. And you—you you actually just got done preach. We just heard. You preach a phenomenal message this morning at church, so oh. I want to give props to that. I was like, I told you, so I'll tell everybody, I wanted yeah. to throw a shoe at you, but that's actually a compliment. Ah, like, it was ah, so good. Uh, I hope it was a cute shoe. Yeah, it was it really your cute. Your shoes are cute. Hopefully. Yeah, so would, <laughs> Hopefully I only wear cute shoes. We'll see. <laughs> um, but I... You know, I, it really is an exciting adventure and I feel like it's such a pivotal time in the life of the church yeah. and in just the history of the world, really, like you can see the world groaning and, and wanting and, and crying out for Christ, even though they're not, they don't know that yet. They don't so know true. who the origin of their salvation is, yeah. but they're crying out for it. And it's such a, in a lot of ways, not just dark time, but such a transitional time in our world. Mm. Um, and, uh, It's such an interesting time, even from politics to terrorism to racism to just some dynamics that are happening. And then at the same time, you see a lot of shifts happening in the life of the global church. And then here in the States, you see that as well. You see a lot of even just transitions from older generation to... Uh, younger generation transitions in the way we've been, the methods even Mm -hmm. of reaching people and new conversations coming in the church and issues the world is being affected by. The church is now talking about those issues and it could be very divisive and also could be very unifying. So there's such an opportunity right now. Like Mm. I think just even discerning the seasons, that's what you talked about in -hmm. in your message a little bit is understanding the season. I think it's such a phenomenal season for harvest here on the planet right now. And so in terms of like, what has God called me to do is just contribute to that. And I think half of the time, I'm just, I I feel a mandate right now to be uh, an alarm for the church. Like, Hey, wake up, let's do this. There's, there's an opportunity here and we can either be terrified by the darkness around us and it can immobilize us because that's what fear does Mm -hmm. or we can actually rise up and see that this is a great opportunity the harvest is ripe and if people are asking and they're searching we're the ones who have the solution and we could see an amazing awakening in the church we could see revival and we could see harvest of the lost at the same time and I really really believe that ever since I was a little girl I mean just came to Christ at 12 I would just have the same prayer that I've prayed most nights of my life, which is, let me just see a generation that worships and serves Jesus in my lifetime, like a complete generation. Can I see that? Can I see not complacency, can I see passionate believers and followers of Jesus Christ revolutionizing their time with the gospel? Mm -hmm. And so that's what fuels me. Mm -hmm. And in different seasons, it looks different, you know, what that looks like and how I can contribute to that. But that's what I want to do. I want to equip the local church. I want to speak to the global church. I want to raise up young leaders and encourage people that, hey, this is a great opportunity for such a time as this we're here and there are amazing things that God is doing on the planet that we could be a part of. So I I feel honored that I get to speak into that in Mm -hmm. any way. And what I get to see, is pretty amazing. Like God is up to something, you know,
0: he really He really is. He really is.
1: Well, and I love what
0: you said too about, you know, recognizing the time that we're in and just asking yourself, how can I contribute? Yeah. You know, because no matter where you're at in life, that gives you a beginning point. Like, where is a place I can contribute? You know, that's so much less complicated than, like, where am I called to be? And should I move here? And should I do this? And should I go to this school? Just make a
1: contribution. We overcomplicate so So much. much, And we get confused and then we don't do anything. Yeah. And I think it's really simple. We love God. We love people. Like, there's an opportunity to be a minister wherever you go every day. There's an opportunity to discover more of who Jesus is. Every day we wake up, we have an opportunity to walk right in God's will and it's pretty simple. So true. And I think that's half the battle is just reminding ourselves of how simple it is. is. And then walking that out. Yeah,
0: that's so good. You preached a message the first night of this conference that I loved. And if I remember it right, basically we're talking about community, not crowd. And I want to ask you about this because as a woman in ministry, and you are doing so much. So you picked up from the West Coast, moved to the East Coast. Mm -hmm. So you are in New York City now, a city close to my heart because I have family there. (laughs) So you're a city girl now. And then you're there on the pastoral staff pastoring this church. You're traveling, you're doing all these things, speaking to issues all across the board. You have all this going on. And I wanna hear a little bit about how you keep Nicole straight. Because, (laughs) like I've talked with friends of mine that are in ministry and they're pastor's wives or they're speakers or whatever. And then they've got the whole wife and mom thing going on. They're trying to balance all that. I've noticed, and I'm sure you've seen this, mm-hmm. that comes with its own sort of set of circumstances. But the absence of those doing all that as a single person, it's not that you have it easier. You just have a completely different set of circumstances and stuff that you're working through. So we're all right. working through this balancing act <laughs> yeah. you know, of life and calling. And yeah. what are some things you do... How do you function in this just to keep yourself on course and stay straight?
1: Yeah. I want to ask you the same question too. Let's swap <laughs> tips. I was kind of hoping <laughs> you'd have some stuff for me. No, I think there's a few things that have really that continue to help me, and I think it's always evolving. But, you know, I, going back to the keeping things simple, I yeah. think if you can keep your heart really simple and clutter-free and heart. I didn't That's say mine. I said good. heart. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it, for... For traveling and preaching and, you know, building local church and then the work that I do with Liberty Foundation, missions work and church planning um, globally, it's, you know, all of those things really can easily become centered around me inadvertently. Mm. And it could become about how I look in it and how successful I'm being and who knows my name and all of the yucky stuff that just exists everywhere. I mean, church and not church, you know what I mean? Sure. It's called the human ego, right? Right. (laughs) Pride. So... I think for me, it's just really important to walk humbly before my God and before people, yeah. and to not make it about me. Like That's it's not—it's not about me. It's not, mm-hmm. who cares? Who knows my name? Like honestly, like this yeah. is great. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's Jesus that changes the life, not That's my right. name and not anything that I put out there. So yeah. I just really—if um, I really believe that and can live that way, then it mm-hmm. keeps—it keeps things simple, and I can roll with the punches. I'm a lot more flexible. Yeah. I'm not trying to get something out of my calling that I was never supposed to get out of my calling and find my identity and self-worth and those things. And and that's a journey. I mean, I've been in ministry since I was 19 and I could honestly say in my early 20s, yeah, there was a huge part of me that was like, how would I do today, guys? Did you like me? You know, (laughs) did did I get enough applause? Did I get enough amens? And I didn't even realize it. if somebody would have said, hey, Nicole, you're a little insecure, I'd have been like, no, I'm not. You don't know me. Right. But you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And as I've been just growing and maturing and being around the right people and living a little it's like actually that stuff doesn't matter you know it really doesn't matter who's applauding you and who's amening you and all of that stuff and who knows your name doesn't really matter at all it's It's never it's not make any difference in heaven seriously so why should it matter here on earth you know that's right that's right so that kind of stuff I think is really important how you manage your heart and how Mm -hmm. you manage your soul and the approach that you take towards ministry Mm -hmm. and for me it's really important to be grateful like, mm. if I signed up for this, mm-hmm. then I'm grateful for it. And that's a choice. I really believe that gratitude that's is a good. discipline. Yes. So if I'm waking up and I'm on crazy planes and there's delays and all this stuff, <laughs> right. I have to tell myself, you know what? I signed up for this and this was an honor and a blessing. And I used to dream yeah. about this when I was 12. Come on. And that's what it's still going to be right now in this moment yeah. is a blessing and a moment for that's me to praise God. Good. And I, and I really have to have a lot of gratitude about yeah every day and i think if you can then then you really get to enjoy it and yeah. find the find the fun moments in it yeah and you get to laugh a lot more so have true. a better time be present to meet great people like i'm meeting yeah. you you know yeah. those things happen when you have a grateful spirit yeah um and then i you know i think you just you you got to be flexible like i mean i kind of talked about it earlier we just got to roll with the punches that's true and, Like, I have given up on the idea of perfection. Like, nothing's going to be perfect in my world, and I'm okay with it. And we talk about balance, but I actually don't think everything in my life gets equal time. Mm. Like, I think I'm led by the Spirit of God. Yeah. And some weeks it looks different, or some days it looks different where my focus needs to be. And that's that's totally fine. Yeah. I'm not trying to give everybody the same or every area of my life the same. Because um, that's
0: kind of trying to achieve a perfection in and right. of itself. Right. It's like,
1: no, that's, that's not. That's true. Please, no. That's a really good no, that's point. That's just not even going to happen, you know? Yeah. And so I think just just being flexible and not freaking out about things and not yeah. worrying about things, it's like, who cares at yeah. the end of the day. Um, when somebody said to me a long time ago, they said, just keep in mind the things that you cry about, like, spend your tears wisely.
0: Like mm. make sure there's
1: stuff that matter. Mm. And I thought about that and they meant it in the work environment. And mm-hmm. there were some things that I was just getting so frustrated by that mm-hmm. I was like, why am I wasting my tears on this? Because honestly, it's not that big of a deal anyway. That's good. Like I want my tears to count for the right. things like for people and yeah. ministry and what Jesus is doing in my heart and stuff. Like my right. tears matter. Like right. they, I'm not just going to give my emotional health that over to the things that are kind of silly yeah. if I look back on them. So yeah. I think those things have been really helpful and it's all about the people you're around too, huh? That's the truth. If you're around good people who are encouraging you, if I'm when around people are like, How do you do it all the time? I'm going to be right. tired even if I wasn't tired. <laughs> right. you know? So being Did around I really people. really look that bad. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. You know, you got to be around people who are dreamers and people who. Um, who are encouraging the best out of you and mm-hmm. not competing with you and celebrating and people yeah. who who just uh, want to do everything that God has called them to do too mm-hmm. and who support so that good. in you. Those are the people you want to be around.
0: So you just keep it simple. You stay grateful. Mm-hmm. You are led by the Spirit of God and give up on the whole Nicole's version of perfection right (laughs) and just keep the right people around you and sort of protect that environment those are really strong keys and I think that will apply to whatever walk of life a person might be in whether it's ministry or career or career and a lot of other things you know family whatever I think if we all just kind of stick to some of those keys things are going to go up yeah it's going (laughs) to start looking a little better and cry wisely I love
1: that yeah, go ahead and cry, but just yeah. cry about Make the stuff that, that you really feel like. I'm going to feel good about crying about this. Like, I've been saving <laughs> this, and this is worth it. Yeah.
0: So I'm, it's going to be an ugly cry. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. It's so good. I have so enjoyed just getting to know you, and I mm-hmm. want more people to just stay connected to your voice, your ministry, and what you're doing. I think you are such a voice mm-hmm. for this time in the way you say it. I think reaches a lot of people so everybody go check her out www.nicole yes and reyes is r-e-y-e-s yes right yeah okay and then i really suggest you follow her on instagram she's got a strong snapchat game going <laughs> i mean just
1: it's really ridiculous stuff on snapchat <laughs> it's pretty funny though
0: i have i've thoroughly enjoyed it so go check her out. Thank you, Nicole, for thank doing this. You. It's been awesome. Oh, thank you. My new BFF. Yeah. And you can throw your shoe at me anytime.
1: Oh, awesome. Good yeah. to know. <laughs>